I think every generation is moving, is progressing. They want to uh, do something other than what has already been done. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Tangent Podcast with me, Digital Hoose, and my boy, Yas. What up, what up? Uh, this whole podcast is basically one big tangent, and every episode will tackle a completely new topic, one that we are uh, learning about, one that we want to grow our knowledge in, and the whole point is that me and Yas will do our research, come back, bounce ideas off and really formulate our thoughts and viewpoints on these topics. Uh, for those who haven't caught the first two episodes, uh, episode one was about orca whales in captivity. We both watched Blackfish and thought, what a great topic we should discuss. Second one is about gun yeah. violence in the U.S., specifically a few of the of the shootings that happened over the years and us formulating our ideas on that and the correlation between mental health. Today's episode is one that I've been very keen to explore, and one I'd love to get Yas's uh, input on, and that is the U.S. electoral process and the U.S. electoral college. One thing that a lot of us don't know, there's actually a lot of things a lot of us don't know, and one of them, when I, I didn't even know myself, and I went and learned about it, I'm like, wow, this, this is pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm like, the, the, the way, it was, there's, no, there's nothing like it in the rest of the world. So let's get into it. Yeah, absolutely. The U.S. electoral process. Basically, how do we select uh, a president uh, or how, how we go about it. Now, most people think, this, this is what's been released, one that I thought the whole time, was when I go and vote, I'm going to vote for the president. The guy I think is going to be president. But in reality, that's not it at all. <laughs> at all. Right? So, so what I found was, and a bit of mind-blowing to me, was that when I go vote, all I'm doing is telling my representative in that state who they should vote to, for. And then they vote being like the, the, it's the minister, I believe the, the was it the, 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 the Senate and the House of Representatives, yeah. they go and they vote, and then that person becomes president. Yeah. So all you're doing is kind of telling your representative who you think should be president. But they don't even have to follow you. No. Nope. And that's, that's what was, was, was really interesting for me, and I, wonder, and I always wondered why that is. What, 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 what did you come up with on your end, Yas? Well, I mean, as an outsider, first yeah, of all, an you're an American, I'm a Canadian, um, and uh, as a neighbor, <laughs> I look at it uh, in, the, in a few different ways. Um, you're absolutely right. It's not what people think it is yeah, at all. Um, the, you know, I did a little research, and, I, and I've been uh, listening to a podcast that I highly recommend. It's called American Elections Wicked Game okay. on Spotify. Interesting. I'll check it um, out. And it's quite a few episodes, and it goes all the way back to the founding fathers, George mm. Washington as the first president, and how the electoral process actually came into place, okay. and how it all also be, you know, became adulterated mm. along the way, and where it is now, and how dirty of a game it's become. Yeah, The electoral process... Uh, college had a total. I think the intention for the electoral college was totally, you know, a different sort of scenario that the, that yeah. the founding fathers wanted. Um, and it obviously, like anything, has been abused to turn into something that you know uh, victimizes uh, um, the, the the person that's trying to or the the party that's yeah. trying to win. And then, um, you know, they attack, and, and, and ethics plays no, no part oh, in it anymore. So, it became, again, it became a dirty game. So, yeah, I mean, um, the process itself with the Electoral College um, does not serve the purpose, I think, that it was actually founded to. 
uh, there's pros and cons, mm. you know. Uh, from what I understood when I looked into it, uh, it's a winner-take-all situation. It's something that, like, um, you don't have control over, just like you said, uh, like the voter himself. Uh, but it was actually devised to prevent states like New York or California f- as major states with massive populations, um, you know, influencing the results over smaller states with smaller populations. Yeah. And that gives sort of the country a more balanced. Yeah. Because, you know, when New York and, and L.A. Or, or, sorry, California and other states, major states, Florida, they, they um, you know, weren't, the, the, there's, there's sway. There's, you know, uh, one-sidedness into, in, in, in political views and, and uh, support for the party. So, yeah, I think, so basically the idea is that Every state, depending on its population, gets a number of votes in Congress by Congress, right? So you get a specific number of votes based obviously on the size. The bigger, the more population you have, the more chance. Sorry, the more votes you have by your representatives, right? right. So that is why states like California, and Texas, have huge numbers, mm-hmm. and therefore they have more votes, mm-hmm. right? And for me, one thing I found really interesting was that basically. When, when presidential candidates create the strategy, they can literally miss tons of states mm-hmm. because the number of votes are so small. Like things like Alaska, for example, right? Yeah. And these, uh, and, and these other, other, other territories. And which is interesting because in reality, all you got to do is just win a few states. Mm-hmm. Like if you can win California and you can win Texas and you can win New York, yeah. you're already almost there. Right. And, and, and you get these other states then will never really get much of a say, mm-hmm. right? But I think but I think the biggest thing for me was that I think there was a huge misconception, especially with the average American, thinking that, oh, yeah, but I voted this way and it's not happening. Yeah, that's very different. That's actually what they call a popular vote. Yeah. So people remember when Hillary lost versus Trump, she won the popular vote but lost the electoral vote. Right. Meaning is that more Americans voted for her. Mm-hmm. But those Americans belong in states that did not have enough either electoral votes to maybe make her president. While Trump won in states that maybe had more electoral votes, mm-hmm. but had, you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's like, even though the majority of people wanted her, he got more so, representatives to vote for him. I got it. So wait, I think I had it all wrong then. Yeah. Because I'm just, I, what I just said was the total opposite. Yeah. So I, I may be misunderstanding yeah. this entire thing. It's okay. That's good. <laughs> That's really good. That's learning the whole point. from an American, That's right? the whole point. I thought it was the other way around where... You know, uh, not having an electoral college in place was giving these states with bigger populations um, the ability to, uh, to to add more influence to the results. Yeah. Because of the electoral process, California, yeah. for example, has a lot more votes than Iowa. Okay. Or the Dakotas. Okay. Right. Or 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 even states that are maybe physically bigger yeah. than California or whatever. Even New York. New York's a small state. And you have other states. It's the most populous state. Though. But it is a lot of population. Yeah. So they have more number of votes. Right. But what's crazy is even if the people, so actually what I also learned is when you go vote at the ballots, there's then a period of months mm-hmm. where they count all the votes, they pass it to the reps, the reps yeah. go and talk about it, and then the reps all meet, uh-huh. and then they vote. So by the time you actually vote and the time a president is elected, mm-hmm. that period is not for them counting the votes. They actually count it very quickly. 
Right. What actually happened is that the, the reps, the Congress, all of them coming together, the House of Representatives, the Senate, they all came together. They took the votes. All right, cool. I'm the representative of, of Iowa. 90% of the people say they want me to vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. And then I go think and I talk to my other reps of that state, do we vote for Trump? And then we meet and vote. So how? So so you're in essence you're saying that the vote of the individual has absolutely zero impact. Oh, it, the impact of the vote is to impact its the rep, the reps of that state to vote. But there's been more than eighty six times or some ridiculous number like that where the the state told its reps to vote one way and they voted a different way. So basically, in, that, in those cases, <laughs> I'm, I'm blown away. The right individual. Now had no impact because the reps wanted to go a different way. And this is what makes the politics of it dirty. If I want to be dirty and, I'm, and I want to put some money in some pockets and I want to get the lobbyists, I want to get that, I can make it so you don't even, as a rep, as a House of Representative or a Senator, you don't need... So in a two-party system, yeah, if I am influencing the representative, yeah, the individual's vote doesn't matter at all is well, what you're saying. It, it only matters if the, if the rep chooses to make it matter. I don't have to, as a representative, follow the plot. <laughs> Basically, the whole point is that the, the, the people put this representative in power. Right. Therefore, he should listen to the people. But he doesn't have to. He is not obligated to follow the popular vote of his state. He can follow whatever vote he wants. And that's where it gets Oh, my God. Okay. Tricky. What? I'm blown away. <laughs> and at the same time, I'm, I'm almost uh, worried. Yeah. That the U.S. is not a democratic state. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what, that's what I'm answering. So I'm looking at the table right now. I, did, I, I don't know, man. I, yeah. I feel like I, that's not what I understood. So I, I need to go back and check yeah. this out. It, it, this is a something. It's really interesting. So basically, the Constitution totally. gives every state two senators. Right. Right. So that's the number of states. Mm-hmm. And then you have a House representative, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, that could range depending on population. So if we look at, for example, California has 55. Okay. Votes. Texas has 38 votes. So between Texas and California together, yeah. they're at, I don't know, what's that, 90, 93 votes. Okay. New York has 29. Florida has 29. So between Florida and New York, yeah. Texas and California, you already have a huge chunk. Yeah. Yeah. So that is why you see a lot of focus on there. Mm-hmm. Now, this makes it harder for a Republican because most of the time Republicans lose in California. So a lot of Republicans don't even give much importance to California. Right. Right, so because they focus it, on because it's, it's, it's always going to be democratic, waste, yeah. right? Yeah. But this is so. This is, for example, a lot of people always ask me, "Are you voting?" I come from West Virginia. West Virginia usually always votes in one way. So even if I don't agree, it really doesn't make a difference mm-hmm. for me to vote or not because okay. my rep will most probably vote that way. Right. But I, what for me that was mind blowing is I didn't know there was actually a delay time mm-hmm. between when an individual votes and then when the reps get together and they vote. There's actually some time. Right. Those months that we think they're counting, no, no, they're actually. They, they counted already their states, and now they're going to go decide and vote again. Okay. So, again, just to recap, you're yeah. saying that, say, for example, there's um, whatever, 55, you said, in California? Yes. And say 55 of those votes. So, so let's just say that there was a change in, in, in public opinion. Okay. And all the people started voting Republican in so California. So more than 50% of people in California suddenly decide they want to be Republican. Yeah. Cool. But the representatives, let's just say, are, all Democrats. are still Democrats, yeah. exactly. That the state will probably go Democrat, even though the, the people have, t- have told them, no, we want it to be a Republican. 
How does that make sense? That, that's, that's what's crazy. <laughs> so the way it works is, so every constitution gives every state two senators. Right. Right? So that's two for every state. That's equal. Okay. The House of Representatives changes from 155 depending on the population. The more population, the more House of Representative delegations you have. Right. The reason why California has the most is because of 55. Again, exactly what you said. The reps do not need to follow the popular vote. Wow. This is where I think, but at the same time, the rep feels if I don't follow the popular vote, yeah, they I'm won't vote me another route. Right, so exactly. even though I win now mm-hmm. for the president, I think should mm-hmm. I'll lose my power. Okay. And I think that's what kind of keeps people honest. Yeah. But at the same time, it makes things very, I very tricky. I just learned something totally like opposite to what I thought I, yeah. was, I had learned. Because I again I started off by saying that I thought that the the electoral process was the opposite, where it was devised to not focus on the, the result. You know, like the, the 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 state and population would not be the reason why, or the the number of electoral votes you have would not be the reason why a state could you know influence the election over another. Yeah, it's total opposite. No, total Whoa. opposite. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I think there's nothing like it. In well, the whole world, yeah, there's nothing like in the world. How, how does how does how do you vote a person in for prime minister, Canada? Is it just a vote? <laughs> it's just. A, I'll be honest with you, man. You I know, have, I've been living outside of Canada for so long. I haven't voted in ages, and I don't. I had to look into it to tell you that. Okay, well, we, well, we will do because I think this will be probably want to be one of our politics or government series. So I'd love, yeah. I'd love to do a comparison. Yeah. To different to different places. Exactly. I'd love to actually look into it. Yeah. See how we. It's really And one thing I also learned is why do they always choose November? as the you know, election month, mm. was because back in the day, that's when the harvest was in. Oh. All right, because the farmers had to be able to vote, and they needed time to vote, and you used to make the harvest, and then right. you have time before right. the next season. So that's why they also chose November. That's why it sucked till today. And it's been a Tuesday every 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 yes, year, right? Yes, 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 yes. Because we say that, I don't know, like Tuesday is a, is a less travel day or something. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a no, day of rest. It was, yeah. It's because Saturday was a Sabbath, or Sunday was, a, was too close to the Sabbath. Yeah. Um, the, and the other days were just they had religious or political reasons not to keep them. Yeah. But that has actually become an issue. That I did read. Oh, I didn't hear. So because in other countries the weekend is a voting day, mm. people are off work and are able to vote. So Makes the sense. turnout decreases in the U.S. Okay. because people are working on that day. Yeah. And it's not a national holiday. And there have been many attempts apparently to convert it into a national holiday so that people can take the day off and go. Yeah. A third thing is... That I, ju- I just read an article, <coughs> I think it was in the Washington Post, where they said um, the what, they're making it harder, specifically the Republicans in this term, are, are trying to pass bills to make it more difficult for people to register. And you have to be a registered voter. 100%. And you're, for example, your, your ID has to match um, the, records. Know, the records. And if it doesn't, then you can't register, which means you can't vote. And yeah. a lot of the immigrants... Mm. Right, are unable to do that because their ID and their, yeah, their yeah, records yeah. won't match, for yeah, example. Uh, so there's a lot of different, and also like minority and, uh, and ethnic groups are being targeted in that way, according to this article, yeah. of course. Um, in a way that uh, basically it makes it more difficult for them to register. They have to register the same day in order to vote, and people don't, just can't leave work and don't have the time to do so. Yeah. So it leaves them out. Turnout's been decreasing, apparently, and it's just bringing um, the votes to the more rural Republican sort of focused or, or Republican supporter uh, populations as, as opposed to 
to hear. Wow, know, it's, I, I've heard yeah. I've heard something like that before about uh, yeah, it makes yeah. I I think it should be a national holiday. I think it's really important. Of course, and uh, and I think. I think especially when we talk about swing states, mm-hmm. right? I think I think it's good. So obviously, there's a difference between like a state that always goes one direction and a swing state. Let, let's just define that. So California is most is most probably always going to be de- Democrat, right? Yeah. Um, and I think I think no matter what you do is is probably going to go Democrat. That's basically how it is. So I think the Republicans have kind of accepted that. But then there's a few states mm-hmm. where the voter. Can re- I think the swing state is where the, the individual can really make a difference. Right. Is where the individual basically, maybe because the way the, the reps are, maybe it's a bit of a mix, or, the way, the, the, or, or there's a chance for swaying our reps' decision. I think in those swinger states, individual has a lot of obligation to go out and vote because you can really tell your, your, your representative, I want this candidate. And I think that's, right. I think that's, there's been a lot of always talk about swing states. It's always basically a state that, could go both ways. Yeah. Um, hence the word swing, uh, not that far related to swinger, because go both ways. Uh, so I think. Okay. I think these are the states. <laughs> yeah. it's, it comes from the same basis. I think these are the states. I think that could really obviously, like for example, Texas is most probably gonna go red, right? So yeah. probably gonna go Republican. California will most probably go Democrat. Well, you have those states that could go either way. Yeah. I think this is where. This I think this is where Trump won. Mm-hmm. I think I think this, he he really pushed hard in those swing states, and also also hurt Hillary, which I think we should talk about. Is that not enough of voters w- went out there mm-hmm. to push their d- representatives to vote one way, right? Right, and I think there was a huge. Um, Decrease in the number of voters, especially in the younger voters. So right. uh, what we saw in, the, in, the, in Trump's win was that the older demographic voted a lot more than the younger demographic. Right. And, and usually the older demographic, especially the white older demographics, are most probably going to go Republican. Mm-hmm. And they were able to uh, to push their representatives to go Republican. Right. While the younger demographic, which probably leaned towards more Democrat, chose not to vote. Mm-hmm. And there was a very low um, voting presence of the younger demographic yeah. who might have been able to sway some of the representatives. So right. I think that's why I think you're going to see 2020, you're going to see probably a lot of campaigns pushing towards the younger vote because yeah. they want they want their young vote to come and push their representatives. Mm-hmm. But again, it's so for me, that's so weird is that that's so weird is always the difference between the popular vote and the electoral vote because so many, like, like it's a majority almost that the reps don't follow mm-hmm. what the people tell them. Like I, re- I read it was a ton of times. Yeah. More than 50, 60 times we're talking about where the reps did not follow what the people said. Wow. So that's, uh, again, I mean, I'm, you know, so then can you, can you break this down for me? Sure. Um, why, what, what is the purpose of having an electoral college? The idea I think they gave it is because you have states that have very low populations mm-hmm. to give them some power, like Alaska. I think it has four, right? And I think, yeah, Alaska has three, Hawaii has four mm-hmm. low populations. So in reality, if you give it, if, the, if you only count the popular vote of these states, yeah. they actually have no, like it's a drop in the bucket. But but three or four make a difference. As a, when, you take, when you take the whole out of the hundred, whatever bucket of votes, right. seven now has a higher percentage than the few thousands of people actually live in those states, mm-hmm. I think I think that's the point of the electoral, the electoral college, and the thing is, it all comes down is if people choose to live in one state or more, that's the people's choice, and what happens is you get more votes, right? Right, right. 
I guess, yeah, I guess that makes sense because you can't just, I mean, you can have a place that's massive geographically yeah. and has a very low population. Yeah. And then how do you, you know, make sure that that is actually catered to? 100%. Just like the Dakotas, for example, really large population, huge geographical space, mm. low populations, yeah, yeah. right? But they still get some votes. Right. Because if you just took the popular vote, they would not make any difference. Mm -hmm. So I, get, I understand the purpose of it, mm. but the outcome of it is that I feel that there's a lot of sway that a candidate, I don't know, this obviously this is all me talking out of my own mind, but if I'm a candidate, it just makes more sense to me to play to the representative and not the people. Yeah, exactly. It just makes more sense. Mm -hmm. Like I'll wine and dine them if I, if like, I think I'll find a way to like get close to them, become friends with them, I don't know. Because in the end, they don't need to listen to their people. Obviously, if you get the people and the rep, yeah. you've killed it. Right. Right. Interesting. Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting way of going about it. And it's I, a mind fuck. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, it's, it's, and I can't see any anything like it. Mm. And it's completely mind-blowing. I think it was so funny when I talked to my American friends, they have no idea. No, most people don't. That's yeah. the thing. Most people have no clue how it works. I mean, you really have to have studied yeah. politics. And this is why I highly encourage, and I have no affiliation or benefit of telling anybody this, but... I just started listening to this podcast, and it's got quite a few episodes. I think it has, right now it has... Uh, All focus on the electoral process? Yeah. It's, That's pretty cool. Uh, let me see how many episodes it is. It's, uh, I don't, it doesn't say here, but it's called American Elections Wicked Game, and it's narrated uh, by um, um, Lindsey Graham. Okay. Um you know, and uh, it, it he, they actually play out some skits about the information, too. And it goes all the way back to the first election where George Washington was brought back out to become the president yeah. in order have, to avoid... Have you, know. you seen the Abraham Lincoln movie with Daniel Day-Lewis? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah, Especially when they're, uh, when they're voting. Yeah. I think that's a great depiction of it. Mm -hmm. I think you can see how they were running and the way they were also... You can see there how much he actually used his influence. Yeah. On the senators, you can see how much he pushed to get his agenda out there, and you can mm. see how much, even outside the, the actual voting for president, a president really has to play the game. Yeah, has to has to grease palms, has to make come close, and you can, you, I think they depicted it so perfectly. Or have the money to do so, or like Trump. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you know another thing that was very interesting to me, which a lot of you know younger people may not know, considering they probably don't know how the election yeah. works too is if you look at the history of the election or the bipartisan um, scenario, the, the, you know, the two-party system, the Republican Party was the progressive yeah. party that Lincoln, for example, used to free slavery, you know, like to end slavery and to free slaves. Um, and the Democratic Party was quite the opposite. And they've almost switched... Hmm. Roles in terms of what they represent in terms of uh, ideologies. Yeah, has been really you know? interesting. And uh, now the, the younger generation, I think, looks at it like, oh, a Republican Party is for old white men, yeah. you know, uh, as opposed to the Democratic, you know, uh, progressive, uh, fresh-minded yeah. thinking of Bernie Sanders and Barack yeah, it's, Obama. Yeah, it's, it's really you know, changed. It's really changed. Elizabeth Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's when it's I, crazy. When I looked into it, when I heard a few of these episodes, and I was just thinking about like how things have changed and what they, you know, what they stood for, uh, and also what the two-party system did in terms of making such a 
like a, an, an adulteration of what mm. the intended system was supposed to be. Yeah. You know, it's like it got dirtier and dirtier. Oh, for there sure. Were no ethics. At some point, the boundaries to which... They call it mudslinging for purpose. Game. It's called mudslinging, right? That's what they call the... Yeah, The exactly, presidential candidates are all mudslingers. I would even call it shit slinging. <laughs> <Exactly. you know? laughs> because at the end of the day, there are no boundaries oh, anymore. No, no, no. I mean, I don't know if you've seen that movie... Um, uh, what's his name? Something Stone. Um, oh, about know, Roger Stone. Roger the Netflix Stone. documentary. Holy yeah, effing yeah, yeah. shit! I have to check it out. How 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 good this guy was, or how degenerate yeah, he was. But like at at influencing people. Yeah. Not in the most moral way, whatever way it took. The most of immoral yeah. ways. And I think I think he's a, he's a big reason why why Trump uh, won probably. He's, yeah, he, yeah, he, of he, he played a strong impact. Yeah, yeah. So one thing I actually do want to talk about I'm just looking at it right now is so mm. so we said that, so the twelfth amendment tells the electors to meet a month later. We said there's some time there. So you vote in November. Right. They meet in December, mm-hmm. the first week or two of December. Every senator, every rep meets in their respective state, right. usually the capital, and then they vote and they count those votes. Okay. That's basically how it happens. Now, let's say, for example, California's 55. Let's say one year, 28 out of 55, so the majority go Republican, then they will say the Republican has won that state. Okay. So that's basically how it is. So, guys, wow. when you vote, the actual voting is happening a month later. <laughs> and you're just there to kind of tell your rep, hey, I want you guys to But do this you know way. what, man? Nonetheless, you do play a part in influencing oh, your sure. representative. To sway a certain 100%. way or not. So right? I think I think <clears throat> the, the real I think the real strength of individual. I think this is where individuals need to be more part. Is maybe more than the presidential election, is when you're voting for your senator for your and your House of Representative. I think this is where the individual. But what's so crazy is they the media maybe it's on purpose yeah. and the news they don't put emphasis on those no. you know those timing because the, yeah. the average person, for example, I never know when my senator or my state. No, I know about that. Most people don't, yeah. man. So Unless think, you're involved and you have an interest. Yeah. They don't really re- they don't really up it as much as the, the presidential. Obviously it's a different degree, but I think yeah. this is the responsibility. So when you when people complain mm-hmm. that Trump won, are you guys actually going and choosing your representative of the state? Are you guys actually go voting for your senator? Are you guys taking the time or are you just complaining that Trump won? Yeah. Or for example, whoever. Or, yeah. or so I think this is where you have the power. So yeah. instead of only focusing on on the president, think about everyone who represents you, and the next time there is a the state voting for a senator or house of rep, go and actually do yeah. your due diligence, and then you don't have to complain because you know you've put the right person who's going to represent your vote. Yeah, on that point, I think it's very important to understand that people think, you know, and we've been pampered. I mean, we, you know, especially now for the last hundred years or so, in any country, we've been brought up to think that the system is in place. And we don't really have to do anything. Yeah. And they have the responsibility to take care of us as citizens. Yeah. Where I think it, the, something that needs to be taught in school and taught by parents to their children is there is a massive responsibility. The system doesn't work unless you participate. 100%. Right? Unless you study and understand, research and understand, and see that... If I'm not, if I'm not playing a part in, from from the grassroots level all the way up, um, there the system's not going to work 
the way I want it to. Yeah. So my opinion doesn't matter anymore. And then stop complaining about it later. Yeah, exactly. You know, oh, our politicians are corrupt. They do this. They do. What are you doing about you, it? But yeah, but you chose to put that politician either exactly. by voting or not voting. And if you don't understand the system, that's your fault. Yeah. You need 100%. to take the responsibility to go out there to to to, to do some deep research, understand because this affects you in every. Yeah possible yeah. way your work your life your health care coverage um you know what's going to happen to you when you get old 100%. everything from a to z 100%. the this laws is... laws that are put forth are then voted by people in the house of representatives and senators mm -hmm. and if you didn't like the law that was passed you could have done something about it it's your by voting problem. the right person should have gotten up and, and done something about 100%. it and i think this is i think accountability is super important and instead of always getting angry and in hating whatever president came you should have been like you know what i chose my representative or I didn't choose my representative because I didn't choose to vote and at I'd that love, time. Yeah, I'd love for us to have an episode about uh, some of the proposed changes to the education system. Mm. Because this, for example, also like uh, on top of things like managing personal finances, understanding debt, you know, understanding taxation and taxes and filing them, the importance of it. These, All these things need to be integrated into the educational system, 100%. whether it's in the U.S. or Canada or any first world country, um, so that it's an example for third world countries. Because if your population doesn't understand what the system is set up for or how it works, how do you expect them to not just benefit, but to even sustain it? Exactly. It's not possible. 100%. Uh, well, guys, uh, I think our time's almost up, but <laughs> I think this has been a, a quick... A quick look at the U.S. electoral process, and I hope the whole point of these little, I know we don't do them that long, but the whole point is that to at least pique your interest, give you some yeah. basic knowledge, and hopefully you guys can choose then to go gather more knowledge. Absolutely. Because we learned, we, we learned new things for this podcast, and we hope we pass it on to you. Hopefully now you're a little bit more wiser mm -hmm. about this, this very important process that hap happens in, you know, in the U.S., which is, you know, a country that influences the whole world. Yeah. And I think uh, it piques your knowledge to go learn more. And I want to just drop this one line that we do it raw. And the proof is, is that I came into this podcast thinking something and totally it's, different and it's okay. after reading two articles. And I, 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 you know, right there, I realized, oh, my God, yeah, you just taught me something. Exactly. So I'm learning 100%. in the process of doing this. Shit. And that's the whole point is for us to it's come awesome. with our ideas, yeah. bounce it off each other, learn something new. And hopefully both of us leave here every time we record with a new piece of knowledge. And then the listener can also learn as well. Yeah, and that's sure. the whole point. So, guys, this is The Tangent. You guys can find us on YouTube, obviously, probably where you're watching this right now. You can also find us. So if you guys are watching on YouTube and you also want the audio or you want the audio on YouTube, whatever, you, you, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the platforms, this podcast will be there also on YouTube. We do have an Instagram page up called The Tangent Podcast for us individually, um, Digital Hoost, and you can all, I will also be putting up this podcast on my channels.